Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. You should know who this is, and I hope you know where you are. You are at episode 400 of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. 400. That means for 400 consecutive weeks, I've been recording this podcast for you all, and I hope it's been worth it for you. I know it's been worth it for me. I really love doing the show, and I'm glad. I just love it when people reach out and tell me that they listen to the show and they got benefit from it. They got their first property or their 20th property or whatever they've accomplished. It just makes me feel good to know that there's folks out there listening and that people are taking value from this, and it's helping them grow to be bigger, better investors. Mike is flying the friendly skies this week. He's not with us, but I'm going to take this episode of episode 400, and I'm going to talk to you about a topic that we've touched on a little bit, and it's interesting. So when we first started talking about artificial intelligence, Richard, we had Richard Roop on, and we've had him on for two episodes, and then we did an episode, Mike and I did an episode about, or I think it was a solo episode, actually, of about artificial intelligence. And what I've heard from a lot of you that have written in and called in and got on the phone with us and whatnot is that you're scared of it. You're nervous about it. You think that it's full of inconsistencies. It makes lots of mistakes. And you you tend to be real negative. A lot of folks I've talked to have been very negative on the idea of AI. And I get it. It's definitely concerning. It, it's a wake-up call in this country that Hey, a lot of people can be replaced by computers. A lot, yes. But let's think about it this way. You go walk into McDonald's these days. You have the option to go to the kiosk and order your little meal, or you can go to the counter and talk to that person behind the counter. The person behind the counter is on Instagram. They're taking a selfie with the French fry machine or the chocolate shake machine. They're not paying attention to you. They roll their eyes when you make an order and you, you, you want it done your way or whatever it is. So I become the guy that I just go to the kiosk now because I don't even, I would just, I'd be perfectly happy skipping over the, have to go through the face to face. Here's a good example. My wife and I have been on the carnivore diet now for about, I don't know, six, eight months, something like that, maybe a little longer. And with the carnivore diet, we're basically eating meat and cheese, meat and that type of thing, uh, meat and dairy. So we don't eat vegetables so that, and we don't eat, bread and all that. So if I go to McDonald's, which actually the doctor that, that is helping us with this, Dr. Barry, he believes in McDonald's because I'm not going to go into the whole carnivore diet thing, but long story short, he recommends if you're going to, if you need a meal and you can't cook at home or whatnot, or get a, a full steak or something at a restaurant, go to McDonald's. So when you go to McDonald's, you can order off and out what they call an a la carte menu. So for example, if you get a double cheeseburger, you get two patties with a piece of cheese on each one of them. And when it's a la carte, you could say without the bun. I found that the human element has a real tough time with that. They look at you like without the bun. Yeah. And, and nothing on it, but just cheese. And it just blows their mind. And when you go in there and say, and, and you should know that it's priced differently. So you can walk in there and get four or six double cheeseburger patties, let's say, or quarter pounder with cheese patties. And on the, on that with, when you have it done that way, a la carte with no bun and no extra garbage, price is ridiculously cheap. It's like a dollar or something, a patty. So you can have a meal and it will cost you like, I don't know, five, six dollars. That's even here in Key West, um, no matter where you are. So it's economical, number one. Um, but when I try to order that in person, it's they just look at you like you got three heads. They can't figure it out. They scratch their head. They go get the manager. It's weird. And then it gets back to the person making the food because it's garbage in, garbage out, right? The human makes the mistake putting the input in, a, in putting the information. Now the person in the back room, they don't know what's going on either. So I tried the McDonald's app. And the McDonald's app asks you questions. Do you want this? Do you want that? Whatever. 
off you go to the races. In the McDonald's app, it takes me a few seconds to make my order. I can save the order. So every time I go to McDonald's, the app knows where I am. And I go, bink, send me my order. And I don't even have to talk to anybody. I don't have to think about it. I can pull into the little space if they have them that has the number on it. I can just, they come out and they drop it off in a bag. And so far, and I've been doing this for about eight months now, it has been accurate. It has been right. My order has been right 100% of the time. So essentially, I've almost eliminated the human element from the equation. And it's been almost a perfect experience. I don't believe in complete perfection. That's why I say almost. I think one time they forgot the lemon for my unsweet tea. But that's, again, that's human error. It was on the order. That all worked. It's just that the ding-dong behind the counter forgot it. So this week, I want to deep dive into another tool that is out there competing with Bard, which, as you guys know, Mike uses Bard more than he does Bard, which is B-A-R-D, which is Google's version of AI or ChatGPT. And I'm favoring ChatGPT. But in recent weeks, I bounce back and forth between Bard and ChatGPT. Now, as far as I'm concerned, yet anyway, and this may change before I even get done editing or uh, talking to you on this episode, AI is evolving by the millisecond. And for me, that's exciting because I like technology. I embrace technology. It makes my job easier. Okay. This new technology is, for me, it's been game changing. I've been using it lately and it's, and I've been testing it because you guys know that I don't just willy nilly get behind something unless I've taken it out, thrown it against the wall, beat it up a little bit, t- thrown all kinds of theories at it to see if I could trip it up to see if it really works for me. For example, when I in- talked about PropStream, a couple of years back, I introdu- introduced PropStream. And if you want to take part in PropStream, you go to cashflowguys.com forward slash D-A-T-A. You could sign up and I think you can get like a month free or two months free. That is an affiliate link, but cashflowguys.com forward slash D-A-T-A for data cashflowguys.com forward slash data. I tested the heck out of that product before I even mentioned it to you guys. And then when I started mentioning it, a lot of you signed up for it, started using it, and it was a game changer. Some of you loved it, or most of you actually loved it. A couple of you weren't really keen on it. Maybe it was the cost or whatnot. They were complaining about $97 a month. And it's, hey, guys, if you can't invest $97 a month in your marketing, you don't have a business. So those probably weren't real good test cases, but I've been using an AI assistant. I've been using an AI assistant named Claude. Okay. This is, it's Claude.ai. And we're going to talk more about it. Claude has transformed for me, how I research deals, how I'm marketing my listings as a realtor and how I'm managing my rental properties. So I want us to take about 15 minutes here and share with you how Claude can help take your real estate investing to the next level too. Now, first, Let me explain how Claude works. For those not yet familiar with AI, Claude is an artificial intelligence chatbot, which means you talk back and forth to it. Simply have conversations with Claude through text or voice chat. Use your phone or something like that, or on on Mac, you can, you're an Apple person, you can hit the microphone and you can literally talk to it and tell it, have a conversation with it. Hey, Claude, I want to help. I want to do marketing for my listing at 1003 East 19th Street in Tampa or uh, 601 Duval Street in Key West. And please ask me the questions you need in order to help me prepare Facebook and Instagram marketing for this property. And it'll start rattling off questions, information it needs. It'll ask for references. It'll ask for photographs. It'll ask for web addresses and things like this. And what I've found about this platform is it's, in my opinion, and I'm not 
I haven't, I've been testing it now for about two weeks. It's taking all the shortcomings of ChatGPT and all the shortcomings of Bard and it's kicking both their butts. I find myself gravitating now to this Claude.ai because so far I really haven't found any weaknesses that I haven't come up with workarounds for. All you got to do is talk to it or chat with it and it he understands my questions and he gives me good responses like an assistant would. It's really like having a real conversation. The thing that's a little takes a little getting used to is Claude can ingest data incredibly fast. Claude performs complex calculations and automates routine tasks without me having to hire a full team of people. Right now as we're recording this podcast before I hit record I told Claude that I want to have my new listing, or it's not really a new listing, it went back on the market. I have a listing at 1003 East 19th Avenue in Tampa. I want them to, I want him to produce Facebook and Instagram ads and ask me any pertinent questions that it needs or he needs to be able to give me the result I'm looking for. And I want 30 days worth of ads for Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. And it asked me a couple questions. Where do I find the photographs? Where do I find video? Where do I find your previous sales copy that I already wrote for the description? What methodology do you want me to do it in? And it now in the background, as I'm talking to you folks, it's doing my advertising for me. It's literally digging out to going out to the internet. It's checking what's out there. It's seeing different methods it can use to write ads on my behalf. It's making a video for me right now behind the scenes using the photographs and some other stock content footage of the city of Tampa. And here's the important part. It's actually finding the video content, the stock footage. I'm not having to provide it, the content. It's doing it for me. So I'm going to test this again down here in Key West because I find that fascinating. The key benefits for real estate investors specifically, here are some of the key benefits that I found. And I've experienced these firsthand. Again, like I told you, I want to test these things first to see what type of scenarios they're going to work and what type of scenarios aren't they going to work. So I pretended that I was a house flipper. Keep in mind, Claude automatically compiles market research for me in any region I want, any neighborhood, any type of property I'm looking at. For me, this makes my deal analysis a lot simpler. And it's data-driven. And that's the thing. It's I'm not, It doesn't really, my opinion doesn't matter too much. It's data-focused. So I can take that data that it finds for me, and I do double-check it to make sure that it's uh, valid data. And Claude, actually, I told Claude, I want you to provide me points of reference for each piece of data that you're supplying to me. In other words, I want it to tell me its source. Where are you getting the photographs? Where are you getting the videos? Where are you getting the facts and figures? Where are you getting the numbers? So that I can go verify that it's taken and provided me accurate information. He helps me generate and qualify seller and buyer leads by automating my networking and outreach tools. Now, this gives me more opportunity for deals, more opportunities for listings. He can create predictive models to estimate renovation costs, rental income potential, and resale value for properties. This makes deal evaluation a lot simpler. Now, I will say where I did find some obvious inconsistencies, which I don't think AI will ever be able to do this task, it's in estimating repairs. Because, for example, my contractor walks through a property, he's going to have a certain vision of what's going on. Claude, being a computer, doesn't have the ability to do that. Claude doesn't know that the floor is soft unless I tell it the floor is soft. So although it can give me market averages and what it should cost to paint a 3,000 square foot house, 
it's not going to be able to look behind the shutters to see what's wrong, right? It's not going to do all your work for you. But if you want to know how much should it cost to paint a 3,000 square foot home in Walla, Washington, uh, that has asbestos shingle or siding, you can then tell it to ask you all the pertinent questions that you would need to ask it to come up with the info. It will go out and do that research for you and start giving you those averages. But remember, it's data driven. So it's not a contractor, but it's going to find data points somewhere in the internet where people have published their prices, Marshall and Swift book, things like that. It's going to take that data, use that data, which is information that's out on the internet, zeros and ones. It's not going to call Timmy the painter, but it's going to use probably insurance estimating software, if I had to guess, or software that builders and painters would use to come up with some rough numbers. Now, that'll get you in the ballpark. I don't know about y'all, but I don't paint houses for a living. So I don't know how much it costs to paint a house. I have an idea how much it costs to paint a house. But for example, what it costs to paint a house in Tampa isn't what it costs to paint a house in Key West. I know in Key West, there are only a few painters and the cost is about 10 times in Key West to paint a house as it is in Tampa. And frankly, but the work is significantly better, which I guess I'm glad about that. So that's what you got to remember with this AI. It's not perfect. But it does get a lot of the groundwork done. It does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. So, for example, if you talk, if you're a wholesaler and you're trying to get an idea of, geez, how much is it going to cost to put siding on a 3,000 square foot house? It'll give you a ballpark, right? Because you're probably thinking five grand. And I got to tell you, it's not five grand. It's probably more like 30 or 40 grand to do siding, depending on what type of siding. But it can ask you questions to rattle around in your brain so that you can get somewhere in the ballpark. Claude has automated the process of creating my listing descriptions. It's automating, as I said earlier, my posts on Facebook and Instagram and all that, and my ads on multiple platforms. I can't begin to tell you how much time this saves me. Now, one thing, when you have AI writing copy for you, I suggest that you take the copy and tweak it a little bit. I have Claude basically studies my writing style. And then I will tell Claude to ask me the questions that it needs to ask me to make sure that it gets a good result. All these AI products, ChatGPT, Bard, or Claude, you got to give it good information. You got to train it. You got to tell it what you want. If you're not good at articulating what you want, you're going to have a tough time with AI. So instead, if you get hung up or you just sit there and go, I don't know what to type, think just like talking to a human. Pretend you have an assistant sitting there say, I'm a real estate agent and I need help marketing one of my listings. What are the next steps? And Claude will tell you, what do you need from me to help me do Facebook ads for my listing? It'll say the address. What's the address? Oh, the address is 1003 East 19th Street. Great. Thanks for that information. What color is the house? Is it listed online somewhere? Is there a link to the listing? Is it in the MLS? Can you give me access? It'll ask you these questions. So if you All you got to do is be patient, right? Sit down, have a conversation with it. Think of it like leading a team that doesn't really talk back. You don't have to, it's not going to complain. It's always going to be show up to work whenever you're ready. And you never have to worry about it calling in sick, which I think is amazing. If you want it to, it can create and track, or I'm sorry, it can track all of your operating expenses, payments, rents for properties. So now you have a clear more clear picture of what's going on. If you're the type of person that lives out of a shoebox, you can tie Claude and a lot of these AI products 
in with your online banking and it will do a lot of your bookkeeping for you. It can replace a lot of the team members that you may have not hired yet, or maybe you currently have working for you that aren't working out. It can start doing a lot of your direct mail, writing your direct mail. It can give you what you should expect in a certain market. You can start asking questions like, what should be my open rate? What's a good open rate on an email? On the following email, what do you think the open rate would be? Or if they start thinking about the things, the questions you can ask it, so it can go do a lot of the thinking for you. This isn't hard, guys, but it all starts with just sitting down, opening up Claude AI or ChatGPT or one of these things and start asking it questions. I can begin to tell you how many hours and probably years this thing has shaved off my life. Okay. You can tell Claude to monitor the given market. Like, for example, monitor the Key West MLS, flag all properties with transient rental licenses. And then when you find them, I want you to scrub them and make sure that they're all two-story and made of wood. And you can think about the things that you can tell it and it will scrub that. And then you can say, create that into an email and then open up and put that in a Word document in Google Drive and then send me an email when you're done. So it will do all that for you. That's essentially what it's going to do with these ads. It's in the background. I'm talking to you. It's in the background doing all this advertising work for me. And then it's going to send me an email when it's done. It would, if I wanted it to, it would send me a text message. It could send me what they call a site message on the internet and tell me, Hey, Tyler, we're done. Here are the first five ads. Take a look at these and tell us what you think. And I will say, I like number one. I hate number two. Number three kind of sucks a little bit. Here's why it sucks. And it will go back to the drawing board. It doesn't get emotional. It doesn't pout. It doesn't sue you. It doesn't do any of the things that the average employee probably does. And it does all this work for you. And this takes literally seconds, maybe minutes, and it's done. So let me give you some real life examples. And I said before, I impersonated a flipper and did some other things. I want to talk about those right now. I want to make this more concrete. So here's a couple of real life examples that I threw out there to, to Claude to make things easier for me with the real estate side of my business. So I came up with a flip opportunity. It was a property I saw in Tampa, or I'm sorry, no, this is a Key West property, a property in Key West that I just threw in there. And I told Claude, tell, pull up to date comps using and sales data using these parameters. I want it to be an old town. It has to be a home built prior to 1940. It needs to be a wood frame home, which most of them are anyway. It needs to be two story. It needs to have a transient license. And I gave it all this criteria. Please go access this information. And it went and did its thing. And then I want it to, to take the comps and I want you to put all the following data into a spreadsheet and analyze each property and compare them to the subject property. And damned if it didn't do it. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. So then I dove into the data to say, okay, probably made some mistakes. All these AI examples sometimes will embellish a little bit. It's riding the Kong train, right? They make stuff up as they go along sometimes. But this wasn't the case. All of the data was accurate and relevant. Now, I have not tested this in every market in America. I'm sure it's probably going to make mistakes from time to time. Again, this is not to replace you guys, but this is to make most of your work a heck of a lot easier. Because now... Instead of to go find all those properties, I have a list of them. I go quickly check the data, or maybe I have an assistant at that point, a human being, go double check the data, make sure it's accurate before I turn it over to a customer. Make sure the calculations and facts and figures are right. 
If it's a deal that Mike and I are doing, Mike's automatically as a CFO, always going to be behind me checking the math. That's what he's, his thing is. He's good at that. So it, you still have to have your checks and balances in place, but the benefit is these tools are going to get you a lot farther down the road. Okay. For like for rental properties, Claude can monitor all of your tenant communication in your inbox. It'll ask who, what are the email addresses and phone numbers of your tenants. Every time you get one from a tenant, it can drop it into a specific box. It can actually create replies for you, suggested replies, email or text you with the reply to see if you like it. And if you do, you can hit yes or no, and it will email it on your behalf from your email account. That's a little bit terrifying, but it does it. And I, I tested it three, four times and it worked great. I changed like two words and that was it. I did it with one of my daughter's tenants or my daughter's tenant on her apartment. It was like unbelievable. We're now seeing this on our Airbnb properties. There are, there's a software company out there called Smart B&B and it goes through and reads the customer's email and comes up with potential responses. Okay. And it will send it me a potential response. We already have can one set up because we were a little ahead of our time. And before AI was a thing, we have canned responses. Now, in my opinion, the so far, the AI responses in most cases are not as good as the canned ones. And I think that's because we have a lot of experience with our clientele. And Jill did a lot of the copy on that, and she did a real good job lining that stuff out. So I've only used a couple of the canned responses for like weird stuff. Like my dog is allergic to hairbrushes. Do you have a hairbrush? And it will come up with a, a basic explanation or response to that question and go from there. All right. So let's talk about some tips to get you guys started. If you want to leverage Claude's AI powers in your business, start it by doing these tips. You got to start taking action. Try Claude out for free. First of all, you go to anthropic.com. That's A N as in November, T H, that's T as in Tom, H R O P I C, anthropic.com to see firsthand how helpful this thing can be. You just got to get in there and play with it. Sit down with a legal pad, make a list of the routine real estate related tasks that you think it might be able to automate for you. Okay. And then simply ask it, can you do this or can't you do this? Okay. Can you, or can't you? Thing you have to remember is it's going to only, it'll tell you what it can and cannot do, but you, it, it's not going to read your mind. So you got to sit down and get clear on your thoughts. So you have a, systematic way of shelling this out. Like, Claude, how specifically can you help me with real estate? Let's broaden general. How specifically can you assist me with multifamily real estate less than 100 units, but more than 20 units in Tampa, Florida? That's much better. And it's going to start telling you that. And Claude, feel free to ask me any questions you need in order to provide me better results and just roll that way. Okay. That's one way. The thing you got to remember is don't be afraid to, to improve Claude's knowledge. You got to teach him specifics about your business. Now with ChatGPT, you can go into your settings and you can program the specifics about what you do. For example, I'm a guy that builds and develops assisted living, residential assisted living homes. So I wrote up a, a couple paragraphs on basically our mission statement, what we do, and I fed it to ChatGPT. So ChatGPT now knows when I'm talking about residential assisted living, what I'm, why I'm talking about it, what I mean, I'm looking for investors and I'm obviously looking for more of these properties to buy that I can 
get renovated and get online and get them rented out to operators. Speaking of which, if you're an accredited investor and you ever considered getting involved in real estate investing in the assisted living space, or maybe you never thought about getting involved in assisted living, but you want to learn more about it, you need to get over to cashflowguys.com and get registered for our newsletter. Just opt in and we'll start sending that information out to you so you can learn what we're up to. There, there's my 10 second commercial. Teach Claude what you need. You got to be specific and tell it what you need. The more information you can give it, the better your results are going to be. And some of you, I've heard people say, I shouldn't have to do that. If it's so smart, it should think for me. Guys, that's not how the game is played. Stop that. You can't do that with a human. You're not going to be able to do it effectively with a computer either. Okay. Lean on Claude to analyze deals. First of all, get the data and then have it help you with that because he's going to take the emotion out of it. He's not going to make the numbers work just so you can feel good about yourself. He's going to tell you what the actual numbers are. And then you're going to be like, dang, that sucks. What is the actual rent amount? Then you have to tell it the actual rent amount. And when it comes up to a one cap, you'll be like, oh, geez. See, because you can't sit there and say, I'm going to just massage this a little bit and make myself feel better about this deal. Claude's not going to let you get away with that. Unless, of course, you give Claude bad information, then it'll do that. So to wrap this whole thing up and put a bow on it, the beauty of using this AI, these AI products is it takes emotion out of the game, right? You're removing the human element. And I know that's probably not a good thing for some of you. And it's not a good thing in every situation, but it's a great thing as far as getting stuff done because things are going to get done faster. I've been blown away by how, for me anyway, AI, Claude, ChatGPT, and Bard have blown my productivity out of the water, okay? I'm more efficient as an investor. I'm more efficient as a realtor. This is like having a rock star assistant following me around all day long. Guys, I have the G, the chat GPT app on my phone. I just talk to it. When I want to know how long do I book, do I cook a chicken in a big green egg grill at 275 degrees using hickory? It will tell me because it knows that I can get right to the point. Try that on Google, just Google or Yahoo. It'll say, thanks for considering of cooking a chicken. Chicken is a wonderful animal to eat. Did you know about the origin of the chicken? I don't care about the origin of the chicken. I just want dinner. I'm hungry. I'm hangry. Cook my damn chicken. How long is it going to take? That's one of the benefits of ChatGPT. It gets right to it, guys. It cuts all the fluff out of the way and gets right to it. So, guys, that's what I have for you today. I'm going to leave it right here. I hope you got some value out of this. It's been 400 episodes, and I thank each and every one of you for hanging out with us. Lots of good content coming up the rest of this year. I'm excited about lots of good content coming up about our assisted living opportunities. Lots of good content coming up about raising capital. And guys, I will catch up with you next week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.